Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Now underway in the nation's capital. Why a man hit during a shooting that wounded two children as well has been arrested. I'm Mike Marilla. Prince George's County lawmakers want more cameras and fines on this deadly highway. I'm John Doman. An encouraging inflation report. The markets react accordingly. Dow up 225 points. Four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The Justice Department has taken a closer look at how President Biden may have handled classified documents during his time as vice president. CBS's Steve Dorsey has the latest from Washington. Attorney General Merrick Garland is turning to a former U.S. attorney, Robert Herr, to investigate documents marked classified that were found in a former Washington office of President Biden and at his Wilmington, Delaware home. I am confident that Mr. Herr will carry out his responsibility in an even-handed and urgent manner and in accordance with the highest traditions of this department. The White House says it's cooperating and that the review will show the documents were, quote, inadvertently misplaced. New York Republican George Santos still refuses to resign despite growing pressure to do so over his campaign lies. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy weighed in. What I find is the voters have elected George Santos, if there is a concern, he will go through ethics. If there is something that is found, he will be dealt with in that manner. But they have a voice in this process. More than 2,000 Somali immigrants are now eligible for work permits and deportation deferrals here in the U.S. CBS News has learned Homeland Security says this is part of a humanitarian program that extends temporary legal status to immigrants from war-torn countries. The Somali government's had a hard time controlling terror group al-Shabaab as it ramps up brutal attacks against civilians. In California, cleanup continues ahead of another round of severe weather. CBS's Carter Evans is in the Bay Area. So far, the storm's dumped more than two feet of rain in some areas. The Pajaro River bordering Santa Cruz is already overflowing. So's the Sacramento River where residents are being forced out by rising water as more storms are expected through the weekend. A construction worker had to be rushed to the hospital after a building collapsed on him in Chicago. Deputy Fire Chief Shun Haynes. We had one adult male who was trapped under debris, rocks and debris. We had to dig him out. He was buried with about maybe three to five feet under the debris. 
the building was vacant at the time. No one else was hurt. COVID vaccination rates are down among young kids. Here's CBS's Alexander Tin. The CDC says new figures from the 2021 to 2022 school year recorded only 93% of the country's kindergartners having gotten their required vaccines for guarding against diseases like measles, tetanus, and polio. That's down from 95% before the pandemic and marks the lowest coverage has been in over a decade with the two-dose measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. Vaccine rates are up in four states, though, Hawaii, Maine, Maryland, and Wyoming. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 403 on Thursday, January 12th, 2023, 51 in the nation's capital, down to the mid-40s to upper 250 overnight. Good afternoon. I'm Brendan Hazelton. I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story is new this afternoon. It's a follow-up to two children being shot as they got off a bus in northwest D.C., D.C. police have released photos of two people they want to bring in over yesterday's shooting that wounded those kids. WTOP's Mike Morello starts our team coverage. A nine-year-old boy and a six-year-old girl were among three people shot when gunfire broke out near a stopped Metro bus on 14th Street and Fort Stevens in D.C.'s Brightwood neighborhood. Now, D.C. police say a third person who was wounded, 32-year-old Stephen Perdomo of District Heights, Maryland, wasn't a random target. Instead, investigators say he entered the bus with others and attacked someone with a knife. That led to a fight that ended in gunfire outside the bus. Perdomo has been arrested and charged with assault with a knife. Police are still looking for the shooter and others involved in what happened. You can see photos of two of the suspects at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Her quick thinking kept people safe. A Metro bus driver is being praised for her actions during that shooting. I want to just take a moment and really acknowledge our bus operator. When a six and nine year old were hit by stray gunfire after getting off a metro bus in Northwest, the driver immediately got them back on board, then drove the bus a few blocks away to a safer place. Medics and police were able to go to the new location of the bus and look after those victims. Metro General Manager Randy Clark praised the driver and condemned the shooting. I want to just say how sickening, quite frankly, the gun violence is, how deplorable it is. His message to Metro riders. Your safety is the most paramount thing we think about every day. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 405, former Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarrio and four lieutenants took aim at the heart of our democracy during the Capitol insurrection. That's what prosecutors in D.C. are saying during opening statements today at the seditious conspiracy trial of the five men. The trial comes on the heels of the convictions of two leaders of the Oath Keepers, another far-right group. The case against Tarrio and his four associates is one of the most consequential to emerge from the January 6th riot. The trial is expected to provide an in-depth look at a group that's become an influential force in mainstream Republican politics. Defense lawyers argue there was never any plan to go into the Capitol or stop the congressional certification of the electoral vote won by President Biden. Will there be big changes to Maryland's speed camera laws? Prince George's County leaders say they sure hope so. The issue is part of Maryland lawmakers' business in this new session of the General Assembly. The county council's getting behind two measures, one that would allow more cameras on Route 210 and another that would increase the camera's fines, depending on how fast you're going and how many times you're caught. Councilman Ed Burroughs. Members of Fort Washington particularly are looking for uh, stiffer 
uh, penalties in order to serve as a deterrent to the dangerous speed levels. The highest fine would be more than $500. Councilmember Juanica Fisher, who used to be on the House committee that will eventually take up the measure, voted in favor, but also warned... Once you do it for one road, then it's going to come for all the others. Don't discount the reluctance in Annapolis to set more precedents. John Dome in WTOP News. A political note this afternoon, Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Steve Descano is launching his bid for re-election. In a statement, he says he's proud of the strides his office has taken in creating what he calls a criminal justice system where safety and justice go hand in hand. He's looking for a second term after taking the helm in 2019. Coming up after traffic and weather, the major political and legal story in Washington this afternoon is a special counsel being appointed to look at the classified documents found in President Biden's former think tank office and now and at, at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. WTOP's Mitchell Miller will have the latest Capitol Hill reaction. It's 4.07. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is back January 20th through 29th and better than ever. With a brand new lineup of features, tailored pavilions, and more experiences, the 2023 event provides a customized experience for all guests to enjoy. From an electric vehicle pavilion, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, interactive experiences, new car displays, a nod to the classics, and so much more. Make plans to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. Save $200. Plus free home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In the district on the southeast-southwest freeway from 695 in the 3rd Street Tunnel toward Main Avenue in Virginia. A crash in the path of Virginia-bound drivers before 7th Street Southwest in the center of the freeway for the past hour. Traffic has been channeling around the damaged car and at least one more stopped with it. DC 295 northbound, slow but with lanes open into northeast. Southbound near Benning Road, DC police reporting broken down vehicle in the left lane. And like yesterday, the work zone near the Arboretum and Trinidad on Bladensburg Road at Mount Olivet Road. Traffic gets by single file and slowly on Bladensburg Road. On the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, traffic is pretty standard for an afternoon. No big surprises, no major delays, but plenty of congestion to work through. In Prince George's County on 210, northbound between Kirby Hill Road and the Beltway, you're getting by the burned SUV slowly to the left, northbound on 210, southbound with the potential of some rubber decking, but with lanes open. In Calvert County, better southbound on Route 4, the crash at Auto Drive and Prince Frederick clear. Bay Bridge, two-way traffic delays east quickly. 95 in Baltimore, Washington Parkway, routine slowing, no big crashes in the way. Out of Rockville, lingering delays, perhaps eastbound on 28. Norbeck Road, the crash happened at Bower Drive. Might be clear by now. In Virginia, haven't had much to talk about on the major uh, freeways, highways like 66, 395, 95, and the Beltway. Again, pretty routine rush hour delays, but with no drama of late. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Latest forecast. 
forecast for you now from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. For tonight, we're dealing with rain at times as a cold front moves through the region. Some heavy rain is likely in spots, and I can't rule out a few thunderstorms as well, especially later in the night. Lows cool into the low to mid-40s. Showers end early tomorrow morning with most of your Friday dry and partly to mostly cloudy. Highs tomorrow in the low to mid-50s, but winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour will put wind chills throughout the day in the 30s and 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. For now, clouds and temperatures hovering around 50. We're at 50 in Sterling. It's 49 at National Harbor. We've got 49 at the wharf in southwest D.C. And it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 410, and we have more now for you on a major developing story this afternoon. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate those classified documents found in President Biden's possession at a think tank, at his former office there, and at the president's home in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, joining us live from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, uh, the White House press secretary just got raked over the coals by the press corps this afternoon over what seems to be some discrepancies uh, in, in this particular case now that we have a special counsel named. What has been the reaction so far in Capitol Hill? Right, and following that up, Republicans have been jumping on the credibility of President Biden, suggesting that he's been hypocritical by going after former President Trump for what happened at Mar-a-Lago and then having all of this unfold with a lot of questions surrounding how all of this was handled. Now, even before this announcement on the special counsel today, Republicans were asking, where is the raid on President Biden's house? Referring to Mar-a-Lago, where is the special counsel? And in the case of the special counsel, they got what they wanted. Republicans have been really stressing in comments and social media posts that the latest documents were found in the garage, suggesting that that makes it worse. Uh, Democrats are still defending the president for trying to be transparent, although they are laying low today for the most part. Uh, many of them probably pleased with the fact that Robert Hur is the special counsel because he's a Trump appointee that gives a little more credibility to the investigation in the view of a lot of people. Uh, but still, one Democrat who is defending the president, Richie Torres, pointing out that former President Trump at times fought the efforts to obtain that classified material from Mar-a-Lago, which was, of course, much larger larger than what has been found at the uh, Biden residence and the Institute. But of course, this is big problems for the White House. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy held his first news conference as speaker today. He weighed in on this issue before we learned about the independent counsel. Right, but he did raise some of these issues that the reporters have been raising with the White House about the timing of all this. And we're finding out now, after being sworn in, that this was discovered before the election. Another faux pas by the Biden administration, but treating law differently based upon your political beliefs. And as Republicans get rolling with retaking the power in Congress in the House, I think this really helps them in a lot of ways because they've had a lot of criticism from Democrats about this new select subcommittee that's going to look at what they call the Republicans call the weaponization of the federal government. This just goes to the arguments that Republicans have been making, whether it's right or wrong, that somehow that people are being 
being treated unfairly because of their political beliefs in federal investigations. And quickly, one more thing before we go. We have more calls for New York Republican Congressman George Santos to resign. What's up here? Right. And the and the calls are actually coming from more Republican lawmakers here in Congress. And there is just a huge amount of criticism from many of the rank and file Democrats and Republicans. Uh, Democrats, of course, going after Santos because he's a Republican, uh, saying that he just has no business being in Congress because he's lied about his education, about his work background, about his family background. And there are huge questions related to his financial background in connection with how he paid for his campaign. However, Kevin McCarthy, the House Speaker today, while not standing by Santos, says basically let's let this process play out. Let's let it go through the ethics panel. And as we know, the ethics panel, those investigations can take a long time. So it's probably going to take public pressure rather than anything happening in Congress for him to step down. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And up ahead, we'll talk to George Wallace about the what-if scenario in the AFC playoffs. 414. At Court Furniture Outlet, you'll find new looks and new savings on everything you need to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now, save even more during Court Furniture Outlet's home decor and more sale event. You'll save on a huge selection of upholstery, including sofa and chair sets, starting at 4 449 accent chairs and bedroom sets, mattresses, dining sets, and office furniture all at amazing prices. Plus, mention promo code BOGO to receive buy one, get one free on all lamps and wall art. As an extra bonus, all year in closeout deals have been extended with five locations in the DMV in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Cadenceville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com. That's C O R T furnitureoutlet.com. Coming up in Money News. The Dow rallied 217 points. D.C. home prices lower than a year ago. First time that's happened in seven years. I'm Jeff Claiborne. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Off we go to George Wallace. All right, Sean. So the NFL says if there's an AFC championship game between the Bills and the Chiefs, it's going to be indoors in Atlanta. That's the neutral site. It's a nice stadium. It is. Yeah. But in an AFC, in a title game, it's well, it's going to be warmer than it is in Buffalo and Kansas City. That's for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of like the elements, though. Well, I'm, I, I'm an element guy. I, guy. I'm an element guy, too. I would, right. I would Okay, like... I'll be, too. It's just because I don't want to be out in the cold. <laughs> oh, come on. You know, 10 degrees in Kansas City. Well, in Seattle, yeah. it gets cold in the playoff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, yeah. Kingdom. That's right. good. That, there you go. So, yeah, that's going to be a neutral site in Atlanta if the game is between the Chiefs and the Bills. The NFL making that announcement today. The Titans they want to talk to Washington defensive backs coach Chris Harris for a position on the Titans defensive staff. The Bears have a new president and CEO. It is Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Women's college basketball tonight in a good one. Ninth-ranked Maryland on the road at number 6 Indiana. And Bradley Beal has been cleared to resume basketball activities. He had some tests done on the hamstring. No word yet on one playing games. But the good news is, first step, he can practice. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. All right, thank you, George. It is 4-17. One of the most prestigious honors in pop- popular music has gone to Stevie Wonder, Carol King, Paul McCartney, you know them. And now this year's Library of Congress Gershwin Prize will go to Joni Mitchell. 
More now from WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley. Born in Canada in 1943, Joni Mitchell moved to California in the 1960s to define a generation of folk music. Her 1969 album Clouds featured hits like Chelsea Morning and Both Sides Now, providing dual perspectives on life's ups and downs. I've looked at clouds from both sides now. Her 1971 album, Blue, recently ranked number three on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums, featuring hits like California. Mitchell was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997 and will now add a Gershwin Prize at DAR Constitution Hall on March 1st to air on PBS March 31st. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. President Biden's classified document situation is now the subject of a special counsel investigation. Some observers believe it's spiraling into a major political crisis. And we'll hear from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who is reacting. And Ukraine is warning that Russia is preparing a new attack on many fronts. We'll talk to WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green later in the hour. Stay with us here at WTOP. It's 418 traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks we've got dave dildine in the wtop traffic center in the district westbound on 695 and 395 beyond and out of the third street tunnel is a crash in the center of the freeway it's been there for a while traffic from the tunnel gets by to the right westbound traffic on the freeway gets by in two lanes to the left we can see part of it in our Quebec consulting camera there in northeast on new york avenue potentially heavier traffic this afternoon through ivy city because uh, nearby in trinidad that work zone is back on Bladensburg Road at Mount Olivet Road, and some drivers are self-detouring. DC 295 southbound at Benning Road, the broken-down vehicle cleared, northbound heavy with lanes open into Maryland. Oxon Hill, Maryland, northbound on 210 between Kirby Hill Road and the Beltway. Burned SUV on the right, southbound lanes open, but filled with rush hour traffic. On the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia on I-95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270, normal afternoon congestion. Interloop near the Mormon Temple before Georgia Avenue had one broken down in the left lane. We have not had any major incidents reported in Virginia on 66, 395 and 95. Same deal. Slow and separate stretches, but without any traffic adversity other than notwithstanding the routine recurring congestion that we're used to. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And we're joined now live by Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Uh, Amelia, not too bad out there. Maybe somewhat unsettled. It is unsettled, especially later tonight. We're going to have rain moving through the area. We've had a few showers in spots today, but most folks will get rain tonight starting around 7, 8, 9 o'clock. And we'll have rain at times overnight that could be heavy in spots as a cold front moves through the area. This is bringing severe weather to the south. And our temperatures tonight will actually start to warm. We're at 49 right now in the district. I think we'll be around 55, 56 degrees at midnight. And then throughout the day tomorrow, temperatures are in the 40s and 50s with showers over tomorrow morning by 8, 9 a.m. And then partly to mostly cloudy skies throughout the day. Breezy winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour. Windy and cold on Saturday. Wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour and wind chills in the teens and 20s on your Saturday. Currently 49 also in Gaithersburg, 51 in Clinton, and 49 in Manassas. All right. Thanks so much, Amelia. More brought to you this afternoon by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Still to come on WTOP. Local schools take action against a new tool that can do your kids' homework. I'm Scott Gelman.
It is 421. Tanya Odom, the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, DEI, at CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield, joined WTOP on a discussion about transforming health care. Tanya leads the company's continued commitment to recruiting, developing, and retaining a diverse and inclusive workforce to design innovative health care solutions for the people and communities CareFirst serves. When we think about diversity, equity, and inclusion, these are all terms that most people are familiar with. And diversity is really about the mix of people that you have in an organization, whereas inclusion is about the experience, more about the environment and how each employee experiences that environment. It really is about a shared responsibility, making sure that everyone is doing their part and that we're giving employees and leaders the tools that they need to really exhibit those behaviors, inclusive behaviors, as well as encourage their staff to be more engaged and feel part of the organization. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Here's Joe Dabbs, the business manager at IBEW Local 26, on how the data center industry partners with IBEW Local 26 to provide modernized infrastructure and workforce opportunities in Northern Virginia. Sponsored by Data Center Coalition. It's an industry that continues to grow. They provide us with the opportunities to provide great career paths, great middle class jobs.